Hello, everybody, and this is your daily chat with the instigator. Ah, so you'll probably notice this is my first podcast. Just thought I'd give it a try. I was bored, wanted to do something, so uh, not expecting to become famous or popular. Just wanted to give it a go. Uh, on my channel, what I'd like to talk about is pretty much anything: sports, movies, politics, uh, gas prices. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Let's talk about it all. Let's talk about our daily lives. Let's talk about things we like, things we dislike. Let's just get it out there. Let's have some fun. So I thought recently, today's good topic, since it's so popular in the news, everything's coming out about it, would be Avengers Endgame. You know, I'm seeing articles left and right, how much the cast made, how long they were in the movie, uh, how popular it was, Rotten Tomatoes score, Cinema score, things like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I thought would be fun to talk about today. Um, I will take any questions. I'll answer any questions if people decide to listen to this podcast and send me questions. I mean, that's totally on them. I can't control that. But uh, in my opinion, Endgame was a decent movie. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's 98% that the Rotten Tomatoes first gave it. I think Marvel just has biased people. And no matter how bad or how good a Marvel movie can be, they're always going to give it good ratings. Uh, I do believe the flip of DC movies, just to kind of put my opinion out there, I think no matter how good or how bad DC movies are going to be, they're going to lean on the side of bad when it comes to ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and things of, uh, or sites such as that. But, you know, I thought Endgame was decent, but there was some very predictable parts. Um, before we get too much into it, obviously this will include spoilers. I can't talk about a movie that I've seen and not have spoilers. So, obviously there is spoilers. It's like, I'm going to say it one more time. There is spoilers. Don't get mad if you continue to listen from here, because, again, there is spoilers. So, anyways, you know, you've, you've got the movie starting out. They go, they kill Thanos. You're like, oh, that was easy, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, five years goes by, and they're still all acting like little babies. They're just sad. Oh, I lost someone five years ago. It, get over it. We've all lost people. It sucks, but you got to move on. You can't be a pouty little baby for the rest of your life. We gotta rebuild, we gotta get better. Why five years later you're doing this? Except the Hulk. The Hulk, you come to find out, he's merged himself with Mr. Banner, or Dr. Banner, and he's happy. He's more of the Professor Hulk right now, so that's kind of funny. Uh, but you take away his whole five years of his story of him becoming the Professor Hulk, which could have added a nice intricacy to the movie um, on how he did it. Then you've got the time travel, which I think everybody knew about, because going into it, there's all those screenshots and leaks of the, the wristbands and things that they were wearing for time travel. And then speaking of time travel, uh, being that I've seen the movie, and I'm going to bypass a bunch of it, but because uh, it is three freaking hours long, but the whole purpose of the time travel was to go back, get the stones, and return them to the point in time they were taken so, like, nothing ever happened. They didn't want anything to, you know, they didn't want anything to mess up the timeline. But yet, when Mr. Rogers, yeah, I said it, Mr. Rogers, uh, goes back in time, which this was the predictable part. In the middle of the movie, when he saw Peggy Carter, I'm like, oh, well, he's going back. He's going to stay there. Gave that away. Uh, he goes back, doesn't doesn't come back with the time machine, instead brings his shield to Sam, which, again, predictable, which I feel like it should have gone to Bucky. But, you know, that's my own opinion. Everybody can have whatever opinion they want. But he brings it back to Bucky, or he brings it back to Sam. Yet, somehow that doesn't mess up the timeline. And now you've got the Russo brothers coming out trying to justify all these decisions on how that, that didn't affect the timeline, or this didn't affect the timeline. You know, it's, it, come on. 
I get that he wanted he wanted to give him a happy ending, but you know, let let's say make things realistic. If he's gonna turn over the shield, why not have him killed in Civil War like the comic books? Why not have him go out in glory, getting killed by Thanos or like Tony Stark saving the world? I mean, I I get that they want to have his happy ending, but to go back, not mess up the timeline, and then say that he had to somehow go through the timeline again to bring that shield back to this timeline. There's just, there's too many timelines, if you've noticed. I'm saying the word timeline a lot, and that's because there's too many. And even though there's too many, somehow it makes sense to the Russo brothers, which I'm not going to say that it's a horrible idea, because I think they did a very good job with the time travel, but it's just too convoluted, in my opinion. And then the other scene that I specifically want to talk about is when all the women suddenly appear on the battlefield at the same time, somehow all meet at the same exact time in the same exact place. How does that happen? I I get that we try and follow the political climate and cultural climate that's out there, and there's a lot of women's issues going on. Uh, There's Black Lives Matter that has been going on, things like that. And I'm not against any of that. But I wish they would play more to the comic rather than the political atmosphere, which I feel like they're doing there. Um, And not to say the women weren't great. I love some of the female characters. They're absolutely awesome. I thought Captain Marvel was severely underused with how they tried to get her origin movie out in this, uh, before this movie. I felt like one of the greatest scenes is when Thanos headbutts her and just there's no reaction. And then she gets punched and that's it. Like... Why have her in the movie if you're you're going to stop her from doing one snap? Like, come on. She's such a powerful character. Let her be part of this movie. It just doesn't... That didn't make sense to me. Um, so, it, it, you know, I thought it was a good movie. I, I definitely would have given it probably a B. I don't know that I'd give it a 98%, but it, it was a good movie. I don't want people to come out and think that I'm just bashing it because it's Marvel or because... I, I think it was a horrible movie. It wasn't. It was a good movie. There was just some predictable parts that I, I want people to point out. I want people to notice that maybe it didn't deserve a 98%. But I do think it was a very well done movie. I think that even though I didn't agree with the timeline and how the timeline worked as far as Steve Rogers, I think that they gave him and Iron Man an honorable and good goodbye for who they are and how they wanted to live, which is awesome. <laughs> So I, I, I think overall the movie was really well. I am curious to see, speaking of timeline again, how they go about with Spider-Man since they were all gone for five years. And now with Spider-Man Homecoming, that's his senior trip. So that's something else the Russo brothers had to justify, um, saying that probably half of his classmates were gone. You know, and it's... it's I, I get it. it there's going to be some justification. Uh, there's going to be some things that need explaining. But... I'm just curious to how that plays out because Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters just on who they got as the actor and and how he's been doing in the movie. He really speaks to me as far as Spider-Man goes. But that's, you know, that's my opinion on the movie. I've talked about it now for seven minutes. I don't think we need to go on any further. If I do happen to get any listeners and they want to ask me any questions, then we can get into a better debate about it. But those are some of the things I disliked on the movie. Um, You know, but overall, it, it was a good movie. I give it a B. I think it was a good movie. Um, my favorite movie this year has has been Shazam. I, I, I do lean more towards the DC universe. Uh, just those are the characters I prefer. Um, I will say that Marvel has the upper hand. They started sooner. They kind of set the tone for the genre. Um, I did enjoy the, the original DC movies with Zack Snyder. I wish DC would have kept their hands out of the cookie jar um, and just let him do his original vision. I mean, what, what's wrong with that? 
if he's going to fail with his original vision, let him fail. Then you have every right to fire him. But you put too many hands in the cookie jar, and then you brought in Joss Whedon, and you didn't let him do his vision. And now no one knows whose fault it is for failing, whether you like Zack Zach Snyder or not. Um, but I don't, I don't want to get into those movies. Those are a while ago. I want to talk about nowadays. So speaking of uh, current DC movies, that, like I said, I did like Shazam. I thought that it had so many elements in that movie, in my opinion. I felt like there was action, there was drama. Um, I felt like there was humor. I mean, lots of humor for a DC movie. I thought that hit the tone. I thought, thinking back to the director saying it's like big mixed with a superhero movie, I mean, that hits the nail on the head right there. I mean, it was hilarious. It was like a kid in an adult's body. I mean, thinking about it, these are things that if we were children, uh, speaking for myself, and I assume most of us, but if we were children... I'd definitely go out and stand on freaking stairs and shoot lightning bolts out of my hand for a crowd. That's awesome. I mean, that's freaking awesome. We don't understand what it's like to to have that responsibility of protecting someone or, or taking care of someone. So that's freaking... I mean, that's awesome. I would do the same... If I shot a bus off a building and caught it, I wouldn't think, oh, I almost killed these people. I'd be like, hey, I saved a bus. Like, hell yeah. But, you know, overall, I, I thought it had so many elements of comedic elements, drama elements action elements the cg was a little off but i think that's just because it's the first shazam movie and they they didn't really know what to expect so they didn't want to go overboard on the cg just in case but i thought for the the budget they had i think this movie was amazingly done i mean i think it was amazing um when i say drama uh, the, the part that comes to mind and i don't know if everybody thinks this but the part that comes to mind is when billy and his mom is pretty much i didn't i didn't freaking want you like seriously how does that not tug at your heartstrings in a, in a Marvel movie, or excuse me, in a DC movie, how, how dare I say that, in a DC movie that is about, that's been so packed full of comedy and some action, how does that not tug on your heartstrings that a mom tells her son, I didn't want you, I stopped looking for you, it's better for me, and she, he finds her, he freaking finds her as a young kid, and instead of like any kind of gratification from her, she's a bitch, and she's just like, well, this isn't a good time for me because she's probably with some guy that's controlling her, which that's not right, but that's a whole different topic. But for the movie sense, it's like, come on, bitch. Like, what the hell? But then again, that's a turning point. He realizes who his true family is. He realizes he doesn't want them to get hurt. He doesn't want them to be in pain. He wants to protect them. So that that's like the turning point for him becoming the true superhero. And even though he hasn't maximized his powers, he's able to, to harness that and go and save his family, which is awesome. And then at the end, when he realizes what the wizard said to him as far as how to how to use those seven chairs of, of uh, other wizards and he grants those powers, I mean, that just gives you goosebumps. And to see how those actors committed to their roles and acted like the kids that they were, uh, that they were becoming from, it was just awesome. I mean, it gave me goosebumps. So Shazam, to me, was just an amazing, amazing movie. Um, I think DC redeemed itself with that because I, I know, even though I like some of the older DC movies, consensus-wise, they, they weren't the most popular. Um, and then in my opinion, just to throw it out there, maybe to get some some questions or get some banter rolling or, or something, um, in my opinion, Shazam is the best DC movie of late to have come out. If I had to rank it, I would probably say Shazam number one, uh, Wonder Woman number two, 
and Aquaman number three because I feel like those are the three movies so far that have gone into redeeming the DC Universe because Zack Snyder's vision just wasn't what a lot of people wanted, which I enjoyed. But again, you know, I'm, I'm not the consensus here. Um, but those are my opinion. You've got Shazam, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Aquaman, great, 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 amazing visual effects. Wonder Woman just had a good story. I'm excited uh, to see how they bring Steve Trevor back because Patty Jenkins has said that it's not a continuation. It's just a new story. So it's kind of like picking up one comic and then picking up another. But I'm curious to see what they do with that. Um, and then I am curious to hear everybody's thoughts on what they think of the new Joker coming out, saying along that, that guideline. I, I do think Joaquin Phoenix could be a great Joker, depending on the product he's given to work with. Because I feel like Jared Leto, from seeing him, minus the tattoos, I will say the tattoos are overboard. I, I went with it because that was the director's vision. But I think looking at Jared Leto minus the tattoos, like... I th- and, and his prior performances in other movies that he could have been an amazing, amazing Joker. I, I think he could have li- lived up to the quintessential Joker, but that wasn't that wasn't what he was given. He wasn't given that role to work with. A ton of his scenes were dropped. Uh, he had to work within what the the director wanted and the script he was given. So I don't think he was given the chance to become, you know, fully engulfed in the Joker role as we all want the Joker to be. I mean, you talk to anyone and you're, oh, Mark Hamill's Joker. I mean, that that's great. But, I mean, I, I want to see that on the live action screen, and I think he had the acting chops to do it, but not the script to do it. And so, I do want to hear your, your guys' thoughts on Jared Leto ever coming back to the DC Universe. It seems like he will be in Birds of Prey. Uh, I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker since it's not tied to the universe but it is a DC movie, so I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about it. And then what other movies are coming out? I I haven't seen Hellboy. I'm curious to see what anybody thinks of that. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I I tend to go towards more the audience side than the Rotten Tomatoes side, and they didn't rate it well, but it's not not faring too bad with the audience. Last time I checked, it's not a great score, but it's probably more along the lines of the route that I I would take, but I haven't seen it. Um, so if you've seen it, you know, drop me a line, drop me a question, drop me a statement. Let me know what you thought about it. I'd love to hear the fans' opinion, not Rotten Tomatoes. Um, some of those c- critics, I've read their comments, and I just don't know what the hell they're thinking. Uh, and if there's a, if there's something you want to talk about, if there's sports you want to talk about, I'm a big sports nut, love soccer, um, love the English Premiership, but it doesn't stop there. I'll talk any sport. I may not be well-versed in it, but we'll talk it. I'll do my research. Let's talk about it. You want to talk politics? We'll talk politics. Um, again, I mean, I, I do know my politics, but I'm not as well versed as a lot of people. So I tend to, to stay out of certain topics or I tend not to go too far into it because I don't want to just spew stuff other people have said. Um, I want to give you my own opinion. And again, these are opinions. So please don't don't feel afraid to share your opinion. I'm not, not trying to bash anyone's opinion. I definitely would love to have some debate on any topic. Um, but have your opinion. Enjoy your opinion. I, I like my opinion. Doesn't mean it's for everybody. Doesn't mean everybody agrees with it. Uh, I want this to be a podcast that's able for everyone to talk about their opinion because that, that doesn't happen in today's climate, unfortunately. And that's why I say let's talk about anything comics, movies, sports, politics. Uh, you could talk to me about religion. I, I can't say that I, I know much about it. Uh, but, you know. It's, just, it's not my thing. It's never been something I believed in, but we'll discuss it. Whatever whatever topic you want, throw it out there to me. 
let's get this started. I'll try and do one or two of these a day. Um, it's just fun for me to talk, just get some stuff out there. I sit in traffic in the morning waiting for freaking the, the rush hour traffic to get to work, which just kills me because I don't get it. But, you know, I'm here. Again, this is The Instigator uh, talking about movies today, specifically comic book movies. Drop me a line. Let me know if there's anything I can do. If not, have a good day. Thank you.